0: to look at the dairy sector now and as a special treat, joining me in person in studio, Mike McIntyre, head of derivatives at Jarden. And Mike, uh, let's look at the futures market. This thing has gone absolutely crazy in the last four months. What's happening? Good afternoon and welcome.
1: Afternoon, Marina. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, it's been, a, a, would say, volatile couple of months. So we were up around highs of 10.50 for the current season, which is obviously um, in light of where we are now, was a fantastic uh, sort of price point. Um, but just over that last couple of months, we've really seen the price depreciate away. So down around that 850 level at the moment for the current season and a similar sort of number for next season as well. So in light of all what's going on in terms of the cost of production. It's becoming quite tight in terms of break-even numbers for for the average farmer.
0: Mike, on Friday, we saw the first of the banks in recent times start to downgrade their milk price forecast. At the moment, that was ASB, who took their forecast price for the current season down 85 cents uh, to $8.65.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to start to see them all converge. So you get to a point in the season where a lot of the information is known. Uh, Once we get to Christmas time, roughly half the milk would have been sold, not necessarily priced. Um, And just on the back of Fonterra's guidance in early December, obviously we've had a couple of quite soft GDT reportings. So as a result of that, it's no real surprise to see a downgrade in the numbers.
0: This morning we had the Dairy Companies Association of New Zealand Decans released their latest reporting onto the New Zealand uh, milk production update. What are we seeing here?
1: The numbers are up today for December, so up 06 in terms of solids. Um, we're still well down for the season. I think it's 2.6%, 2.5%. I guess what we're seeing is we're lapping some pretty weak periods from the previous year. Uh, we've had a couple of really tough seasons production-wise. Um, so, yes, up 0.6% in terms of solids for the month of December, but still well down on that average. I think we were just under 220 million kilograms of milk solids. The five-year average, about 225 so, positive to see it moving in the right direction, but again, you know, we've had a really difficult season, and January's proved just as tough.
0: What are we seeing uh, around the world? What's global production looking like?
1: We're starting to see good improvements. So, um, parts of Europe have been constrained just in terms of, similar to here in New Zealand, the environmental impact. Um, but the conditions, it's been, it's been such a warm winter to date, and we've seen that in a number of different um, scenarios. You know, certainly... Um any reports of winter sports over in, in Europe have been in, um inundated with, you know, reports of dry weather and that's impacting on dairy as well. So we're seeing good growing conditions in the grass late into the season. Um and the same with the states as well. So, you know, California, which is the largest producer of dairy, has been devoid of rainfall for the last I'd say is almost as much as ten years, but has has had a real deluge in the last couple. So again we can expect going for good production to start returning to that part of the world. Um so you know, dairy production is very much a global game now as well. You know, we're not all as constrained as what we were previously with um with tariffs and non tariff barriers. So it's it's important here in New Zealand to have a good idea what's going on in the rest of the world.
0: Mike McIntyre is joining me in studio, head of derivatives at Jardin. Mike, what are you seeing in terms of debt levels out there in the dairy sector at the moment?
1: I think in, in terms of dairy um, obviously there's been a focus in the last few years about repaying down debt mm-hmm. and so there's been some good work done in that regard. Um, but still there's a lot of debt associated and as interest rates have gone up so quickly the actual interest cost in servicing that debt has become
0: quite pronounced. What's your advice to farmers who may be sitting out there thinking look our farm working expenses are creeping up, we're getting pretty close to the breadline, what do we do here?
1: Yeah I think it's important that you actually know what your farm working expenses are so knowing what the cost of production is. So, in the past, it was very much a, you know, grow it or make it and the world will come, but that's certainly not the case now. And so, it's important as an individual farmer that you know what your break even is and then knowing what the tools are to being able to, you know, maintain your margins as well. I mean, it's not a simple game, obviously, just producing the product in the first place, but then being able to manage the finances as well. It's a whole whole different kettle of fish.
0: It's uh, almost daunting, I imagine, for people entering the industry now for the first time uh, because you've got to do so many figures on so many different scenarios because it's been so volatile.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just keeps on getting more and more complex and I I think that's something that we've heard back from the sector on many occasions the last five to ten years. But I think it's important in terms of being able to produce a quality product that, you know, you've got that whole grass-to-glass aspect and then knowing the, the whole provenance of the product as well. So I think... You know, while it's a bit of a bugbear for a lot of farmers, it obviously helps in terms of being able to reduce that New Zealand story.
0: Mike McIntyre, Head of Derivatives at Jardin, really appreciate your time. Lovely to see you in person in the studio. Thanks so much for wandering over.
1: Nice to see you as well, Rowena.